Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Thursday morning. Hope everybody had a great night's sleep. Hope everybody woke up leaping out of bed like children and just ready for the day to get going. That you're just happy and tickled and can't wait to get everything done you need to do today. So I'm sure most of you are watching saying you are a freaking idiot. And hey, no worries. I'm used to being called that on a daily basis. So it's all good. So now most of you are probably like me and you're like, I feel like I just literally closed my eyes and here we go again and I had to drag my lazy sorry old pruny backside out of bed and uh, trust me friends I'd much rather have laid there and slept but I had to uh, be an adult and get up anyway so anyway let's see what we got watching this morning we got Michelle Fox Harris the myth the legend that is Miss Massey Amy Oaks Turner Angel Dixon Brandy Boyd Young Jennifer Honeycutt appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in and joining me here this morning so all right my friends at this time let's let us do our morning pledge of allegiance so attention salute and pledge i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path that will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. Praise the Lord for that wonderful, wonderful verse of pledges. I always want to say verse for some reason. Pledges we get to say each and every morning. And uh, praise God for the freedom to do so. And even though it's election time and you got more mud being slung than you can shake a stick at, uh, you know, all we can do is, even though there's corruption on, on both sides, all we can do is try to vote for those who are, are as closest to our uh, convictions as Christians, what God's Word says is possible, and it's getting harder and harder to do that uh, with the amount of evil that is springing up, and the liberals, they, they would as soon as lie to you as breathe. It just amazes me how they can look at you point blank and just lie. Biden, and uh, that's that little... His press secretary, she, uh, they say lie. It's just unbelievable uh, how they just look at you knowing the truth, knowing they're caught on camera, and still will look at you and lie. It's mind-boggling. And that Uncle Fester-looking Fetterman, he's a moron, and they're, they're trying to defend him and act like he's so super smart. It's just it's crazy, guys. It really is. So anyway, get out and vote. And uh, make sure you uh, pay attention to what you're voting for. I know the amendments are a little sketchy and, and uh, uh, a little hard to understand. I just put no on everything. I didn't see anything that I saw worth voting yes on. But I uh, could be wrong. I'm not saying that I'm right. Uh, but you do as you feel led. But I know a lot of several people uh, messaged me asking about those amendments. And uh, they were a little confusing. So... Uh, let's say hello, Mike Hensley and uh, Mr. Rusty Poss. Appreciate you fine men joining me here this morning. So, all right, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. 
We're looking at Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 19. Love the sojourner, or your, uh, depending on what version you have, may say the alien. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. Alrighty. So when you use the word aliens, it doesn't mean extraterrestrial, just so that you know. Alright. So, because I, believe it or not, I had a guy one time argue with me. Uh, he used to go to the church years ago. That aliens were real, and uh, you know, and he because he saw a, uh, uh, a documentary on uh, the History Channel, and he was convinced that there were aliens. And I just I don't buy that. Uh, God created us in His own image, and people I've heard people say uh, that is showing arrogance to say there's no other life out there. If there was other life out there, then that means that there is sin in the universe, and I mean that Jesus would have to keep dying over and over and over, which is baloney. It's not the way it is. It's not the case. And uh, so uh, God did create us, and uh, he didn't create any alien beings. So you can agree with that, disagree with that, and uh, if you disagree, it is your prerogative to be wrong, so no worries. But anyway, the point that we're looking at here this morning was here that uh, Moses, the sojourner, see Jesus, I'm sorry, God rather, had chosen this group of people to rescue them from the clutches of evil, from the clutches of Pharaoh, from the clutches of slavery, and, and brought them through the Red Sea. It's still amazing. I saw a video the other day where they had found some chariots and such at the bottom of the Red Sea, once again proving God's word is really neat. Uh, they had a camera going down into the water and uh, looking at some things in there. But uh, so here God had delivered them through so much and done so much for them. And here they were weeks away, weeks away to crossing into Canaan, crossing into where God wanted to bring them in. And what happened? They didn't have enough trust in God to complete the journey. And so what happened? They had a generation, 40 years, except for two, who actually trusted God and said, we can do this. But you had the naysayers that said, uh, it's too big. There, there's, there's too many. They're, they're like giants over there. And there's no way we'll be victorious. You know, and that's kind of the mindset of a lot of Christians today. We can't do it. It's too big. That we got the giants uh, that we have to go up against. And there's no way we'll be victorious. And I think it's a lot of mindset when it comes to politics or relational issues or personal issues that you think something is too big. And that kind of goes back to what I was talking about last night in regards to Jesus calming the storm, trusting in him, knowing that he will help us to overcome any and all trials and storms of our life that we'll have to go into. You know, one thing I found to mention last night was, you know, we never know when those storms are going to pop up, just like on the Sea of Galilee. Like I was telling you, know, if you didn't hear last night, if you did, then bear with those who didn't. The Sea of Galilee is uh, 13 miles long, 7 miles wide. It's about 800 feet below sea level, and uh, the mountains uh, around it are about 2,000 feet above sea level. So when that air gets trapped in there, when that wind gets trapped in there, a storm can pop up that quick. And, uh, you know, the tragedy had befallen uh, on the uh, Musket Bowl this past weekend. This poor man uh, had another, he said he played over 1,500 jumps, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, another, you know, just another 
run. Uh, everybody's excited, family there, and uh, unfortunately, his he lost his life. And that's just it. You could be kissing your loved ones just like you do every day. You could be you know saying goodbye just like you do every day, and you never know when that could be your your last time. And you never know when something major is going to happen. That's just a part of life. But one thing is for sure, when those storms pop up out of nowhere, we know that Jesus is with us. And that's when he says, peace be still. We know that he will calm the storm and calm the waters and give us the strength to endure what we are facing. We are never alone. You know, we look at Moses here in particular. Uh, you know, it is uh, <laughs> it's very interesting that, uh, the, that uh, here Moses... Uh, for 40 years, he faithfully led the complaining bunch of people round and round the wilderness. He reminded them that the self-dependent, unbelief, spiritual pride, and rebellious attitude of the previous generation had angered God, and their survival as a nation demanded total dedication to the Lord and an utter commitment to trust His Word, obey His commands, and listen to His voice. And so they were given a, definite, a definitive call to fear the Lord, walk in all His steps, to love Him, worship Him with all their heart and soul and that is what we have to do as christians see we you know just as they were being self-dependent they were full of spiritual pride they were had a rebellious attitude it is exactly what describes many of us today if not all of us today we had not need to be self-reliant but we need to be dependent upon jesus christ we need to be dependent upon god almighty and he is what's going to deliver us and get us through each and every day you know what are you into what is your interest what are you relying on you know is what defines you as a christian all right if you're just like on the little uh, devotional that i posted uh, this morning uh, it said one of the things that it said in there was if you love stuff you become a materialist. If you love indulging yourself and worship feelings and thrills, you become a hedonist. If you love your image more than you love God and people, you become a narcissist. But also, if you worship the God of gods, Lord of lords, who defends us, the vulnerable, you become a tender warrior. So, you know, that means we have to take on his character, his conduct, and all those things in, in, to be the kind of men and women that God has called us to be. And that's the bad thing within this world. It's very easy to... Uh, to to want to indulge in those feelings and thrills it's easy to want to love your image to become that narcissist it's easy to to love stuff and become a materialist it's very easy to fall into those traps and that's why we have to be selfless and not selfish and put away that pride and come to god in all humility because what does god's word say he draws nigh to the humble so we need to put away those things and not be lovers of self but be lovers of god so when those storms of life hit when those things hit when those things happen we can overcome and we can be victorious we don't panic like the disciples did spazzing out and what are we going to do what are we going to do you know and and uh, help us you know like i was talking about last night they weren't interested in saving jesus they want to save their own hides and that's our, our, our a lot of our problems sometimes when we are in trouble uh, up to neck deep hey, you know we, we're ready to to, to uh, cut and run you know we just want to save our own worthless hides but we have got to stay in there you know the devil wants to intimidate you know it's one thing you know i, I know that i 
probably talk about running way too much, and, uh, and I'm sorry if I do, but it just, uh, it's just an area that I just loved and enjoyed. But one thing we tried to do when we were, particularly when I was in high school, we was going against another team, is to psych them out, is to make them think they're not as good, and try to make ourselves look so much better, so that when they go, once you, if you can get in their head, then they have already defeated because they don't think they can measure up to what you're doing. And sometimes it worked, and sometimes they ran by me laughing. So that, that happened too. But uh, that wasn't no fun. But, uh, you know, but that's what the devil wants to do. He's, he wants to get in your head. He wants to manipulate. He wants to, uh, to make you think to be fearful and make you think that you can't overcome, make you think you can't be victorious. But through Christ Jesus, we are more than conquerors through him. And we don't need to be like the naysayers during the time of Moses who said, we can't do this. In fact, we need to be quite the opposite to say, we can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. We can overcome and we can be victorious. We are victorious and we have the strength. We have that peace that only comes from God Almighty. So don't let those things get in your head to think that you can't overcome areas in your life that maybe you're struggling in, you're fighting against, maybe you're addicted to, whatever it may be. God will give you that strength and ability to be successful. You know, you hear a lot of motivational speaking. We're talking about you can overcome, you can do this, you can be the best that you could be you have to put into this you have to, and that's all you hear i have no power you have no power you cannot do nothing on your own it's only true dependence upon christ jesus that allows you to be victorious so that when the depression comes that when the fear hits when finances are, are critically low uh you know and it's just like it's one hit after another we know that we depend upon christ he will get us through those areas and situations of our life you are victorious in christ jesus my friends brothers and sisters in christ jesus i think so many of us fail to understand the amount of power that resides within you as a Christian. We underestimate the power of God that resides within us, and we need to be strong. We need to be of good cheer and realize that we can overcome the things of this world, that if God is for us, who could be against us? What can man do to me? So don't go out into the world fearful, scared, depressed. You know, a lot of people battle loneliness. A lot of people battle a lot of things that others may not understand. And if you never battled loneliness, praise God. And I've been there, and I know what it's like to battle loneliness. And it is not fun, and it stinks, uh, you know. And so, but when you can uh, redirect instead of focusing on what you feel like you don't have or the lack thereof, but focus on what you do have and focus on Christ Jesus, focus on God, then you have something, and you realize you are not alone, and you realize that you have the ability to carry out God's good work and to glorify Him, and that's what this is all about, is glorifying God. That's why we're on this earth, to glorify God. We have a mission, my friends. That's why I've been pushing so hard on this fall festival for people to come out and hand out the candy. It's not about the candy. It's about evangelism. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why we do outreach. That's why we try to get out there into the community and bring people in because we want to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It should burden you so much that as our plagues your heart and mind is to try to win souls for Jesus. But the devil wants to deter from that and, and wants you to focus on yourself and wants to focus on your problems, wants to focus on all these things you have no control over instead of focusing on the problem solver, focusing on the one who is in control and focusing on the mission at hand. And that's what we have to do. 
you know, it is, you know, it's like a, a fighter or a warrior of any kind. They have to be, you know, make sure that they are focused. If they're distracted anyway, it could cost them their life. It could cost them the victory in the ring. And that's what the old devil wants to do. And that's why we have to stay focused. Be dependent upon God, all right? You know, there's just like a child wants to be independent. You know, there's nothing more annoying than a toddler when you're trying to tell him something or a teenager. And they say, I could do it myself, you know, kind of attitude. Actually, I got a wife like that too, but uh, we'll save that discussion for another day when I feel a little more brave or I can run out the back door without her getting a hold of me. But, um, you know, and it's uh, it's frustrating and aggravating when you're dealing with that because they want to be independent. And that's as the earmark of many Christians. I want to be independent. I can do it. No, you can't. You can't do nothing outside of God. We have to show that dependence upon Him each and every day. You know, life is going to beat you down. Life is going to hold you down. Sometimes I feel like life's going to hold you down by the throat. But that's when you stand back up. See, that's when we're on our knees and the devil thinks he's got you defeated. And that's when you rise up and you say, I will not be defeated. I am a child of God. I am a warrior in God's army and you will not hold me down and you will not be over rule over my life. The only rule over my life is God Almighty. And you pick up your sword and you fight with all you've got. Don't give in and don't give up. My friends, we have a new day. We have a new opportunity. Let's use it with all the gusto we have to serve an almighty. Almighty God. And so remember what Christ done for you on the cross and what he rose again from the grave. Remember what he has done for you and remember what he continues to do for you each and every day. Be strengthened and encouraged by it. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day, another opportunity to serve you, to spread the gospel message. Let us be encouraged. Let us be of good cheer. Strengthen us and encourage us, Lord. Let us not be, uh, let our own minds get in the way of what we are called to do. Let us not be independent, but be dependent upon you, Jesus. Lord, if watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, like I pray every morning, be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching and listening. Watch over and protect them. Keep them safe and well. Lord, please be with my kids as they're going to school, work, or play. Be with all of our kids, spouses who are going out and about. Put a holy edge of protection. Bring them back home safe. Lord, help us, Lord Jesus, to serve you well. And let us do your perfect work and will. And Lord, let us always be a light to this world of darkness. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My friends, hope everybody has a great day today. Don't forget uh, that uh, this uh, morning at uh, 9 a.m. I'll be on uh, Daytime Tri-City. Don't know if I'll be at the first of the show, middle of the show, or end of the show. But at some point, I should be in the show. So if you can tune in around 9 o'clock, I'm trying to promote the uh, fall festival event we're having at the church uh, this Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. And uh, so uh, pray for me for some whatever reason. Because uh, Dad's not going to be with me today. See, I, usually when, I, on, on, when I'm on daytime, Dad does all the talking. I'm like Ed McMahon. You know, remember, if you remember Ed McMahon on Johnny Carson, he go, <laughs> you are correct, sir. That's what I feel like, all right? So when he's not with me, I'm not used to that. It's kind of got me out of my element. And I, get, I become a nervous wreck for whatever reason. So pray that I don't get tongue-tied, say something more stupid than I normally do, or my fly is a down, okay? So, those things tend to happen. But anyway, everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.